Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Edge Martinez in Real Life Podcast. What's your middle name? Gerard. Michael Gerard. Michael? Are we rolling? Yes. I mean, Michael Gerard Tyson. That means I'm in trouble. (laughs) I never want you to feel like that. Yeah, the name is scary. Wait, hold on, man. I need my crew. I need everybody in the room to clap it up. This is a... Yeah, for you. We love you. You know people love you, Mike? What's the definition of love? Um, Let me think about that. Well, there's many definitions of love. The way I use it for you is that anytime I tell people that, oh, I'm going to do this thing with Mike. Oh, I'm coming to Mike's podcast. Oh, Mike's coming to my... People are fascinated with you and want to meet you and want to be around you and um people get excited when you're around yeah i understand that's pretty interesting that you think it like that in order for me to have that i don't even know what it is but that i have to be truly flawed personally too flawed and because we're all flawed yeah but you are honest about you're you are naked about your flaws you like you let everybody see him seemingly freely. Like, you seem to be very free about your whole story, no matter what. I just think we as people, human beings, are more um, transparent than we know of. Really? <clears throat> yeah. Even when we don't think we are being? Yeah. <laughs> well, just studying life, not even as a, a pupil, just what goes on around you. Yeah. You know, what a, how, you, there's certain kind of people. You know, they're fake, straight people. There's people that bullshit. There's people that's quiet. You just notice there's certain kind of people. And you, we just read it from that perspective. You're really good at reading people, aren't you? Well, of course, that's what I did for a living. What do you mean? Not boxing. Uh, yeah, fighting. That's how you have to read people. Oh, exactly. Yeah. If You don't even have to be a fighter. You could be a 200-pound lawyer, lawyer and I stuff sizing you up, looking at you, watching the way you talk, listen, looking for your weaknesses and flaws. You have to break that down for me. I need to understand. I look at everything. I look at how he interacts with his children, his wife, his woman. Where's his weakness in that perspective? Maybe I'll talk about them in the press conference. 
<laughs> and they'll get mad. You're such a savage. You're a savage. Oh, uh, shit. What is the definition of love to you? Love to me? Mm-hmm. Is, um... Having the worst person in the world, just the worst person in the total world, and they, 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 their purpose in the world is to hurt people, and I love them regardless. That's love. Just love people through. Well, and I'm not saying clothes. everybody. I'm just saying that person who I love. Yeah. There's nothing they can do to be wrong. Unconditional love. Um, uh, no, I don't know what unconditional love. It's just nothing in my position. There's nothing that they can do to be wrong. If they have another husband, another boyfriend, they're not wrong. I love them. Really? Yeah. Love is so much bigger than me. Who, I, who am I to think I can control it? I have never heard it explained that way. You, well, that's my way of love. You uh, may hear it explained a different way from my wife or yeah. someone else. Yeah. How do you implement that in real life? Like, how does that affect your real life? Like, your relationship with your wife or your kids or, like, the people you love. So you just love them through whatever? Whatever. There's no rules. There's no boundaries. There's they no... have AIDS, everything. Mm, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Do you have a boundary? Do you have a limit for your love? It's a limit. My love is just doomed. Well, My loyalty is just from this perspective. And once that perspective is, I don't know. I think there's two types of love. Explode. I think there's love like that you feel, and then there's love as an action. Like, action is like showing love. Loving somebody, loving on somebody is different. So if somebody is like abusive or not good for me or not healthy for me, I may disconnect from that. Love. From, from everybody, from my perspective of it, love is the most, the slowest and the most direct form of suicide. Oh my God. Do you feel that when you're in love sometimes? I'm just gonna die if they're not, they don't, they're not interested in me. Or they start looking at me funny because I gain weight. <laughs> I don't know if I felt like that, but. Maybe a version of that. Oh, you see, honey, one day it's happening, you just walk by, you see his eyes looking at somebody else. You know? It's the vulnerable. You become vulnerable. Yeah. You it's, know, I'm going to tell you, you yeah, had your heart broken before. Of course, it's the fucking worst. It's then the you one feel thing. it's a form of death. Love is a form of death. You know, sometimes check this out. When you're so in love with somebody, they don't come when you can't eat. Yes. Or they get locked up. You just can't eat for a full couple of days. Love is a form of dying. You might even kill yourself over them. Oh, God. Well, I'm sure you heard those stories. Yeah, of course. That's yeah. so funny because I never, I, when the first time I probably got my heart broken, I was like, why didn't nobody tell me how awful this is? Listen, but this Nobody is prepares no, you for that. This is the best. Nobody could prepare you for it. But this is the best thing. You survived it. Not many people survive it. It's so powerful. They have to take themselves out. Oh. <laughs> and love gives you a lot of balls too. Never underestimate a pussy with boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, you know it, right? Don't do that, nigga. 100%. 100%. I will say, you can't prepare anybody, but I do. Like for my kids, I tell my kids um, one of the most important decisions you make in your life are the people that you choose to love. Your friends, the relationships. Because hey, listen, your kids don't got power over that. They don't, but it's it's good to be at least be mindful of it. You they, can have power over no that. No power over love, nigga. What do you mean? No. You can't choose once to like... Lo, no, once love hits you, 
And if you don't react to it, it kills you. Yeah, but if you are if you are not mindful and you are you subject yourself Who's to mindful through love. Because sometimes love happens because you put yourself in situations to fall in love with a certain type of person that may not be healthy for you. That's your excuse for not um, acknowledging love is bigger than you. Yeah, I don't know. Now, who do we think we are that can handle love? I think you can make choices about who you decide to offer your love to. No? I don't know. How did you work out with that? <laughs> I, I failed. I failed totally. What do you mean? You did amazing. It's one of the things no. I'm most fascinated about you. How you've managed to relate your wife and the oh, family. Nigga. And the um, this is my third marriage. Yeah. And I hurt people so bad. Uh, being selfish. You know what's funny that you say what? that that's the thing you go to is that I hurt people. Not that people. Because some people say I've been hurt in love or they regret love because. Well, I know who I am. And I know when I'm in that stage of my life, people are sad. It's not because of me taking advantage or even. Being disrespectful is about what I'm doing to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have regret in hurting other people. Which some people don't even... Well, I have regret because I, I thought it was just me and it was none of their business if I want to hurt myself. Whatever I want to do, get high. But it, it's not my perspective. So many other people are affected by it. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. Why? You know me. I understand the act of one is you know the fate of all, but um, sometimes you say, well, "Hey, what the fuck am I doing? I don't want to be here now," and um, that hurts my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. Because there's like responsibility that comes with love, right? Somewhat. Yeah. When you have a wife and kids and you become a dad, it's not just free love. It's like. It's kind of somewhat responsibility to be responsible to the people you love, no? I don't know. Really? You know, I guess um, love the way I do. I don't know if it's a definition and, or it's a blueprint to it. I mm-hmm. just, and it may be, and my love may be art to some people, <laughs> but it's my form of love. Yeah. But you fucking did it, Mike. You're like. What's the getting, doing it? Like. I find it fascinating that you, because you, you self say, I have, I've done this wrong, I did this. But you've, you've been married how long? 13 years? Yeah, 14. 13, 14 years. Yeah. You don't think that's a tremendous accomplishment? I do, but um, and being honest, I think I was beaten in submission. <laughs> What's funny? By yourself. That's crazy. That can't be the only reason that it's lasted. No. Um, no. Interactions with your um your spouse um, and the things that have been said. Ooh. You know things that have been said when, you know, when we're going through our mm-hmm. who's going to back down um, discussions. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes some names are said and they're never forgotten. Even when we say everything's cool, we're back to loving each other, but those names are never forgotten. forgotten. Yeah, those words. You always have to be careful what comes out your mouth because once you come out, it's everywhere. You can't pull it back. But it's just funny to me when you say why I laugh because the thought of you, Mike Tyson, just submitting and being, you said, what did you say, beaten to submission? It was beaten into submission. Into submission. Yeah. It's just not, I don't think, what people would expect. I want I want to be with my children. I want I just want to do things different in my relationships now. I'm not um I'm just um it's just interesting that I'm navigating this. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't have no particular antidote. Of, I just it's just working. Are you proud of yourself in that space? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I am. I am. Because no one thought, all our friends thought this would be over in a year. Right. Yeah, so I'm proud of that. See, they don't know the power of love. Right, you do. <laughs> no, I just know I'm not going to leave her from nothing. I just know this is just where it's going to end right here. Mm. Whatever happens, discretion, this is where I'm, this is where I'm going to die at with that. Don't you have those perspectives on... I want to die with him. I, do you ever have somebody like that? I want to die with him. Yeah, I've been I've been in a relationship for 10, 11 years. This your longest relationship ever? Um, yeah, absolutely. And so I've had do to... Do you find yourself easy to get along with? Me? Yeah. Depends on the day. I think yeah. I'm a fair person, so I could like... Um, if you meet me, I will show up there and I will deliver. But I think also that I'm, uh, I ask a lot, you know. So. Why? What do you want to know? What's the cause of you wanting to know? I want to know everything. Why? What does it satisfy? Um, I don't know. I, I like, I'm like a seeker of truth. Mm-hmm. I'm always seeking the truth in myself. And but I feel like that, that you creates. What want to know, though? What is it that you want? What are you searching for that you want to know? I don't know. I want to figure out how to, um, I don't know, be the best b- version of myself. Yeah. How do you figure to do that to make yourself the best possible person? Are there, are there blueprints that anybody knows? How to, have you seen it? No, I don't think one person's blueprint could be my blueprint. Yeah. I think but have I have you, just the way you want to be, have you seen it done before? The way you want your relationship? Or you just manifest it? This is a fucking great question, Mike. I don't know. No, I haven't. I grew up in a house where we didn't have, I didn't grow up around anybody who was married or in a healthy relationship or any of that. So I don't even know. No, I'm figuring it out as I go. Um, I think I'm doing that just as much as you are. And I've known her since she's been 19. Yeah. And through that process of knowing her since being 19 and living together and breaking up and live hanging out together and breaking up and breaking up all the time. We know each other's flaws. We're happy with that. And we just live to help people, our friends and people. That's basically what we live to do. Do you think there's something to, because you use the term beat into submission, do you think there's something to, I don't know, when you're younger and we're like chasing things and like, trying to get shit do you think there's something to the uh, effect of just finding like somebody that could just give you peace absolutely and, and but the reason we do these things is because how we see ourselves you know most of well me I'm gonna say myself I have real low self esteem but I have the biggest ego that. that's ever been seen though it balanced me out cause sometimes when I say things that are not really complimentary to myself. My son always said, hey, don't talk like that about you. I said, who's gonna, don't dish it. I said, who's going to tell me to stop? Who's going to tell me the truth? Only I could do that. Mm-hmm. No, who's going to say, hey, Mike, what's up, brother? You're an asshole. You shouldn't have done this and this and that, you fucking dick. But still, can't borrow a couple of dollars. And, but, <laughs> but I respect that so much. Yeah. But, Who's gonna tell me when I say, oh, I'm so stupid? Who's gonna tell me to say stop? Only I could fucking talk to myself like that. 
What is that low self esteem? What is that? I would never think that. You see, um, just being poor most of my life. Uh-huh. No, not most of my life, but those, that experience being poverty is poo shit. When they um they did um a documentary on me and Hulu. And when I was a little kid, they made me look so good. My house was so clean and wow. Oh, man. I said, this is so full of shit. I hated they did that with people no, without no, but your permission. It's all stupid, though. That was never a middle class or low class. We didn't have to pay a rent. Oh, man, it was just a weird. My mother had to fuck somebody so he won't kick us out. It's just that's the world it I like, came from. It was yeah. yeah, it was the trenches. But is that weird for somebody to tell you a story and you not be part of that? How? No, it's not weird because, um, in all due respect, if I could be permitted to say without being egotistical, they're going to be writing movies and stuff about me forever. So, who am I to tell them to stop? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? They could just, I could just say that was good or that was bad, but um, people are going to do what they're going to do, and I can't stop them. I don't know. They help me just as much as I help them. You do have this way about you. It's like you have this like ferocious side where you're like, like how you say you read people, you see people's weaknesses, but then also you have this thing about you that you're like, eh, go ahead, do that. They're going to make stories about, oh, go ahead, you want to do that? I still love you even though you did that. What is I that? I don't know. I think I'm the overman. What is that? I don't know. That's one of Frederick Nietzsche's. Um, archetypes and believing a person that can endure anything, mm-hmm. pain, suffering, and not um, reflect it back. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital, rated R. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's no income. He's just absorbing everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why I say people love you. You just have had so many peaks and valleys. and th- Does it ever I, fascinate you? Do no, you I see? just think I'm a part of people that they don't want anybody to see. Mm. That's why I think I receive a lot of accolades because I'm what they will never let people see. What is that exactly? Who they really are. And what is that? Whatever they may be. Hmm. Whatever it is behind closed door, whatever it is. But what is that in you? Is that like a thought out 
a state of being that you try to be in or is that just something that god it's just your experience and god gave you that kind of it's my experience yes yeah and i'm sure god has a great deal to do with that because it, god invented me so yeah. i start i stopped looking at god as a gen gender he's just or she or no i don't say yeah. god is the universe got it I was told everything anonymous was done by a woman. <laughs> I like that. I believe that. I take it. I believe that. <laughs> I take it. We've been talking a lot on this podcast. You know, it's called In Real Life. So it's like all the yeah. real life things that make us who, who we are. And one of my first chapters that I did was about um, the fact that we're all going to die. And I know you think about that. Oh, really? Yes. You always think about that um, today. Life is just um, the willingness to die. I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about the this willingness? before. Yeah. What do you mean? Break that down. Not being afraid of it. Not mm-hmm. clinging to life. You know, that's what most of us do. We cling to life, believing that we're never going to die when they know we're going to die. How do you cling to this? You enjoy this while we're here, and then it's over. We're part of the dirt. How do you not, then? How do, what is the, like, how do you not cling to it? <sighs> no, yeah. Sometimes we have to think about ourselves. Why did God decide to make us? I didn't bother nobody. Why did I, why did I, why did he decide to, make me and now I gotta be afraid of death why can I just never existed I would have never knew anything about life I would have <laughs> never knew anything about myself but you decided to make me bring me here and now I'm afraid of death are you I, afraid I'm not really I'm listen this is what I realized if life is good how could death be bad mm-hmm. how could God you think God wanna, want us to suffer no really you think the universe really wants us to suffer did they create us to suffer or did they create us to be problem solvers if you look at that from that perspective so I look at death as just another part of life that we never experienced do you think about what happens when we die or like I no I know God is not going to be cruel to us mm-hmm. that's what I mean he didn't, did, he, did she or he uh, did the universe um, create us to be mis, I don't know malevolent to us what would that be like we just made to, be, to, to suffer it would be, be chaos yeah which there is a lot of chaos the mind, the mind is easy to be um, manipulated. We think we're controlling us, but we're very easy to be manipulated. I totally agree with that. I think people are manipulating us all day. That's like one of my big things about like friendships or like boundaries. As you talk about like, I don't have relationships and love no matter what. It's like one of my triggers is like man- people who try to manipulate you. Like, so if you be vulnerable and you, you give love unconditionally, like you say, you can't help it, you just love. And if somebody takes that and uses it in a, in, to manipulate you, yeah. I, hate, well, I hate that. <laughs> it's a trigger for me. I was told that that's going to happen all your life. You know, that's, that's what the purpose that God created is, to solve problems, to live beyond those um, fears that we, we have. Mm. You know what I mean? To become our best, best person, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Where sometimes we're going to, God would allow us to um, accelerate, and people we love may not be able to reach that level, and we may have to leave them there mm-hmm. to be the best that we possibly could be. Being the best you possibly could be is starting with people, but not finishing with them. Mm-hmm. Because you want to be the best you want to be, and they really don't want to go the direction you want to go. They want you to stay here and not be disrespectful or hating on you. They, this is where they can communicate with you at. Then you start moving, they can't communicate with you. Does that make sense? Yeah. They can't communicate with you up here. 
but they, they, you love, we still love each other, but you can't help it. God is just taking you here. And you still want to go down here, but you got to make the decision. Are you going to come down here just for the love and kill yourself and all your accomplishments and anything that you ever wanted in life and your goals, or are you going to keep ascending? That could be lonely. It is lonely. Mm-hmm. But um, it's better than the other endeavor. Mm-hmm. You can stay down here. And you don't belong here. So you can't stay out here if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You're just going to ascend. If you start getting high and stuff and doing drugs, you'll come back, of course. <laughs> but if you're doing the right thing, you start ascending and keep going further and reaching what you want to reach, yeah. which is very scary. And you're going to reach it. But um, be careful what you wish for. You might get it. Do you feel like you've gotten all the things you wish for? I think I'm overrated. As what? Not a fighter. As a, um, an entity of what I am now. Can't go in a place without people applauding. Can't walk the street no more. Just can't do what makes me me anymore. Because you're overrated as a human no, being? No, because... Um, or as a, I don't have no space. I am booming in my face constantly. Yeah. But you manage to, and I've been around you, you manage to still be who you are. I know, but you're not with me when I'm home after that. Yeah. And I'm... Um, tired? No, I'm not. I'm tired, but I'm just ranting and raving. Because I know if I do it out there, I'm going to have, we can, you know... Ooh, but I, I, used to, I try to restrain myself. But yeah, I get really angry at people too when the yes don't fucking stop. Right. When I do everything, I give them all the attention they got. I give them all the autographs and papers they want, and the yes don't fucking stop. And they don't understand that I get angry too. You never show it publicly. Well, I, we don't no, see I, it. No, sometimes I have to. Yeah. Well, we haven't seen it in a long time publicly. Yeah, but sometimes. Um, I even hate saying. Sometimes you gotta kick a motherfucker's ass. Oh, we did see that recently. Yeah, sometimes you have <laughs> to do it. We did see that recently. Sometimes you have to do it. I was happy you, for you in that moment. I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes if you we're have talking to about do the same it. moment, but sometimes you have to do it. Yeah. And I don't like doing it, but um, it just feels remarkably good when I do it. Good for what? Like, what does it serve? What part of you is it serving? Euphoric um, recall, more or less. Adrenaline pumping. My mind's going back to that aggressive shit. Let's kill him. And that felt good. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, you still got that. That fight yeah. is forever in you. Forever for your whole life. Huh? Is it the fight experience or is it just my anger or my rage? Mm. How, do you do, how do you distinguish the two? I don't These know. People don't distinguish the two when they see me. Yes, he's great. Don't fuck him up. But it's, I have rage. I have anger sometimes. Still. Forever, you think? Uh, yeah. Um, listen, I was getting a brain scan. Recently? Not too long ago. Uh-huh. A couple of months. And the guy said, wow, your brain is great to be a boxer. He was talking about other boxers' brain he saw. And it looked like Jello? clay. Yeah, it was really <laughs> bad. And he said, but listen, I see anger here. I said, how can you tell somebody's anger? Yeah, rage is right here. This is rage. And I said, yeah, I do get upset sometimes. You could tell that through do a brain scan. I had no idea. Yeah. What else did you find? You just, Everything's cool, but that anger. That he rage. said, I'm never going to have... He said rage, not anger. It's yeah, different, but he right? He said, I'm never going to have... What's the stuff when you start dementia and all that stuff? Um, he said, you're never going to have that because I have a very together brain. I didn't really get hit that much. But the fact is that um, 
he detected that rage. That blew my mind. Wow, I never you heard know? of that. Something that he's trying to hide and now it's exposed. I'm curious from you because there's so many people that deal with rage all the time. Or if it's not you dealing with rage, you in a relationship with somebody who got rage. And people die from that. And people, yeah. Yeah, we forgot to say that. Yeah. That's what makes rage rage because people die. People survive it, but most a lot of people die from rage. How so do you mean, though? No, Other listen, people's rage? Somebody or? might cut you off and you say, fuck you, nigga, bop! Right. You don't know what his day was like. Yeah. That's just what it is. Some people get mad, motherfucker. They don't know there's people out there more angry than they are. And they don't want to have an encounter with them. That's just what it is. That's the world I live in. Mike, how do you manage that rage? Like, what has been the best thing? My wife always say when I go out, be nice, be nice. <laughs> be nice, it's be nice. Yeah, but then, so then that's you being nice. Yeah. But if you still have a rage inside... Well, then that's my problem to deal with it. I have to um, be disciplined and keep it in control. How do you do that? Because I'm well, sure that's... Well, I'm pretty disciplined in those areas as far as my brain and controlling my rage and I do my manifesting and my meditation. That's worked. Okay, I've been doing this since I was like 14, 15. Mm -hmm. And I, ran, I got away from that stuff after I got really a big fighter and got became a celebrity and then... You know, my mind started thinking differently. It's about pleasure. Mm. But you went back to it, right? Right. Uh, like meditation? And Absolutely. Yeah. See, I, I started getting involved with plant medicine and animal medicine, and I think that pretty much um, killed my, any of my affinity for cocaine or liquor or anything like that. Wow. That's a big thing. I think it's very big. Yeah. What is the core? What is the, like, what do you blame your rage on? My insecurities, mm -hmm. yeah. Childhood shit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm Isn't it crazy that we could be grown, have had all these experiences, done all this work, do all types of health People stuff? People beating you up, abusing you, yeah, shit. But, okay, but it stays just, it with stays you for your whole you, life. Yeah. Because without that, you're nobody. You have to reflect on what you truly are. All of us have our mask of sanity, and um, we try to prevent people to know what we really are. Huh. <laughs> we were talk. I was talking. I had Kelly Rowland on. We were talking about our um, neither one. We just both of us recently. Well, I didn't reconnect with my father, but I found that my father was alive. She reconnected with her father. Neither one of us. Who's this again? Kelly Rowland. You know Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child. Yeah. Yeah, you know Kelly. So we were talking about this, and she was, and we were talking about the 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 results of not having a father in your life. Whoa. For women, and what that is. For you, I'm sure that's a, a whole other thing too. Listen, um, my parents, um, I, I don't know. It would have been interesting with my parents alive when I was very successful. Yeah. You know, my parents were alcoholics. They were sex workers. It would have been pretty interesting. You know, they were scared of the world like that. They were scared to get too close to that. I'm sure they must have had insecurities too. I must have got it from them. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But there's all this like residual stuff, and then I'm like, okay, so okay, maybe I got trust issues because my father wasn't around. So relationships with men are challenging and things like that. But at some point, as an adult, can't you like let go of that stuff? Can't you do work and like let it go? Or does you think it always stays no, with you? No, it always stays with you because if you get in a relationship, a person say, "How was your life as a kid? Have your boyfriend or who you would ever ask you that?" 
Of course. And so then you have to explain that. Yeah. Because when he said, how was your life as a kid? Boom, right there you go. Triggered. <laughs> you might lie, and then one day when you really come, well, then you might start telling. Hey. I'm speaking on that issue. It never goes away. <laughs> you don't think your childhood shit ever goes away? If it went away, I would not be here talking to you. Mm. I mean, um, your mind wants you to get so far away from it. And you think success is leaving you away, is leading you further away, but success is drawing you closer. Mm. What has been your greatest success? Like, what are you most proud of in your life, your career? My children. Really? Yeah. What about that? You as a dad, or just who they are? Or? I think it's just their, um, it's just who they are. Mm. It's just who they are. I don't know. Maybe having, maybe me myself. Being in their life, being a presence in their life, and I don't know, maybe that I never done that before, and that's it's pretty interesting having a relationship with your kids. Mm -hmm. um, for a long time, I never had a relationship with them. Was, with the older kids, right? Ooh, yeah. I'm just happy that uh, my older older story just got married, and I'm just happy I'm a part of the life that's gonna happen now. My next generation, my kids are my time machine. They go into the future for me. Mm, I love that. This exactly. is like the elevator of life, right? Like you, you become the father, then you become the grandfather. Absolutely. Your kids and then become I get closer parents. To my mother and father and grandfather. And then you get closer to them. Yeah, and further from my grandkids, right? Because as you get older, you get closer to your parents uh -huh. than you are to your kids as you die. Do you ever think about reconnecting with your parents or your mom? What that would be like? What I have, I married her. What do you mean? You know, Kiki's like my mother. Really? Yeah. How so? It's the way my mother. I just seem, you know, demeanor, kind, be nice to everybody, talk to people. You that she's like um, now she's like Van Dam. What's the young lady name? Come on, she's from Brownsville. Who's that? Baby. Yonla Van Zant is from yeah. Brownsville. Yeah. No way. She badass, isn't she? I had no she idea. Badass. She's badass, man. I had no idea she was from Brownsville. We're so you married Ian Levantant? Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> But that's what she does. I think my I think um ah. my wife is um Oh my god. I think my wife won't have that position. <laughs> she wants to talk to everybody, help them with their feelings, talk to them. Oh God, they don't have money. Let's, no, get the fuck this stop. Okay. <laughs> you Wanna, love it. I know. You can't help everybody, but everybody can help somebody. Yeah. I look at it like that. Right? You help a lot of people too, Mike. Do you feel like that? That's my purpose in mm -hmm. life to help people. I was and listen, when I if I, I was twelve, no, I was thirteen. When I saw Muhammad Ali, I was in Spofford detention for boys, and he came and visited us. And once I saw him, I said, "I want to be like him." Wow. You were how old? Thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Muhammad Ali walks in. You don't even no, know. No, I was 13. Yeah, I was 13. 13? Yeah. Muhammad Never knew about boxing, didn't care about boxing. Boom, I want to be like well, him. Well, what was it? The people went crazy. Oh, that's what it was. So, ooh, I want to be like that. First thing I said, I, I want to be like him. First thing I remember saying that. But was it a thing, was it a thing he did or just the way people responded to him? No, it's the to way him. people responded. I want this. Yeah, but now you got it. You said sometimes yeah. it's too much. <laughs> it's too but that's what I wanted. But I wanted to be it. like Muhammad Ali when people came in. Fucking people crying. <laughs> it was crying? crazy. The grown men were crying. Wow. I can't imagine you at 13. Robbing everybody. I was robbing. And then I got involved with boxing. My whole life was crying. Yeah. Then I got involved with boxing. 
You see, Blue Boy, we grew. I grew up with him as I a kid know. in institutions. Unbelievable. So you were together 13 years old. Yeah. From robbing people, right? That's why you got it. Robbery. Right? How, yeah, I'm a robber. That's what I am. I'm a robber. <laughs> you <laughs> I are whip you up. I snatch your pockets, your chains. I, I'm a robber. You know, back then I was a robber. Does it ever trip you out that people like hold you up at such a high? Like there's people like all over the world that just like love you, and then in your mind you're like. They don't. They, they don't know that thirteen-year-old kid. No, it's not How about, would they even treat that thirteen-year-old kid? No, no, they would kill him. But yes, um, I'm conscious. I'm very conscious of people, my situation, and that's how you. You know, you have to be open with yourself. You are what you are. It's just what the fuck it is. Yeah. You know. What about cancel culture? Does that ever scare you? What about that? I don't know because I feel like we live in a world where like. It, it doesn't it's not conducive to people being so free. That's one of the most things I'm most fascinated by you about is you manage to like. Even with, like you say, your demons, your rage, or whatever you have, you still seemingly like talk free, live free, without like fear of, I don't know, canceling or Damn. offending or cancel it. me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if they cancel you, you would almost enjoy it because you would want to yeah. fight everybody. <laughs> oh shit! Cancel me, nigga. Cancel me. <laughs> yeah. How scale? How happy are you? We ask this, I guess, a lot. How happy are you on a scale of one to ten today? Today, ten, twenty. Yeah, really? I'm up there right now. Yay, yeah, I love that. This moment. <laughs> this moment. Yeah. You are happy I'm, right I'm now? High. This moment. Yeah. Uh, that makes me even happier. <sighs> on an average day, how happy are you? I don't know. Might be a how. What do you think, Damon? Normal day. Seven. Seven? That's still great. Yeah, but the shit I say for that three is kind of hurt. <laughs> that three is a motherfucker, man. What triggers a three? What is the thing that would take you down to a three? Family, losing my wife. It's fucking crazy. Oh, that's shit. like deep yeah. stuff. That's like heavy stuff would take that's you down. A, that's the three. That's some of the three shit. Yeah. That's that three shit to get to make it go to ten. Rah, it blows up. That's what the monster But that's comes. the dynamite. That three is the dynamite, though. Everything else is beautiful, but that fucking three. But it takes a lot. You wouldn't be triggered by, like, a, a road rage. Could that take you to a three? No. But after we get home, we'll discuss that. Yeah. <sighs> Ain't doing nothing while we got the wheel, but as soon as we get home, we'll discuss that. Yeah. What is that discussion? <laughs> I said, baby, you ran over the curb three times. <laughs> I met other people that have pissed you off. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. 
in the land of saints and sinners from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. On the road, somebody cuts you off. Somebody flips you a finger or something like that. That won't take you down, right? That no way. No. I like to laugh like that. They just make you laugh. That's really amazing. A 10 is fucking great. I'm just very grateful that I could reach that Yeah. What is now. the key to that? Is it gratefulness? Yeah, I don't want to lose my family. You know, that's just, it's just a lot of things that you go through your mind when no, you get older. No, but there's people yeah. out there that would, they would be happy to get it to an eight. That well, can't. Eventually they will or they'll stop existing. It's one or the other. Mm. There's other people out there more angry than you are. They lost their mother too. They lost their kid and you get mad because you this girl just broke up with you. Yeah. You gotta be careful. The degrees of fucking bad days. My this is my bad days here. But his bad day might be here. Somebody always has it worse. Yeah. Somebody always has it worse. And he's just waiting for him, a little motherfucker like this to get him raised. Think he has some problems. I'ma show him problems. Sheesh. That's the world out there that I live in. Yeah. One of your my favorite things I heard you say is that that everybody that you fight is not your enemy. That quote. Yeah. And they everybody that helps help you, you is not, not your, friend. your friend. Yeah. That is so real and so powerful. Yeah. How do you know when somebody is your friend? It comes with time, sacrifice, um, enduring pain together, suffering together. You know, it's just a lot of things. Do you have a lot of friends or a small knit? I would say I have a little small core of friends, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you love people, though. Like, you like certain people yeah I do I think I'm very easy to get along with as a person yeah but everybody that helps you is not your friend no way a lot of times they want things or well maybe down the line Mm -hmm. maybe five years from now ten years from now when things are better and things happen different that's just how it is the other part of that is that everybody that you fight is not your enemy that's really powerful because absolutely there's beautiful people out here that we um we have um a difference of opinions and our form of fighting is verbal and we never have a chance to really um articulate ourselves the way we want among the two of us and so that starts conflict now more than ever absolutely because you have all the computers and stuff yeah and sometimes you can say a bunch of stuff to somebody that's in America and you're in Germany or somewhere mm-hmm. and there's never been any um, conflict. It's, it's not just, your enemy. Yeah. You're like fighting. You're going down this road. Of no, like, but now everybody just wants um, popularity for this stuff. They want to be popular. Trash. No, it's um. It's terrible. No, no, but it's a narcotic. It's a drug. Oh, I think so. The can- this is a drug. This stuff, the this cameras. camera stuff, yeah. I know. I try not to. I try to have a healthy relationship with it, as healthy as I can. Wow. How do you have a healthy relationship? What makes it unhealthy? What makes it unhealthy is when I do it because I want to, uh, I want to be, I want likes or I want fame or I want, you know. 
But well, you deserve all that. You're like, this is your show. I'm not saying I don't want to yeah. make money. I want to do all those things. I want to be successful. I'm a driven person. But like me sitting with you, if I'm just sitting with you like, okay, how can I get people to like or click or view this, then my conversation with you is going to be different as if I sit here and I go, what can I learn from Mike today? <laughs> what can I talk to Mike that might actually be an offering to somebody that's watching it? So if I come to the table like that, not that I'm, I'm fucking human, so sometimes I get caught up in being competitive or I get caught up in trying to chase maybe a success I had at another point or another interview but like I have to I, I always check myself if I feel like I'm my intentions or my that I have to check myself inventory make, self inventory yeah I have to do self inventory and be like why doesn't why didn't that feel good oh, that didn't feel good because you went in there trying to blah 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 if you would have went in there and just listened and tried to find something to offer then it would have been better does that make well, sense? For me, yeah. for me, that's how I do how the same I, thing. But then the next one will be better. Sometimes you have to make mistakes to reach your goals in life. Yeah. Anytime you want to be the best at anything, I'm talking about anything, a bug collector, ant collector, um, garbage can collector. Anytime you want to be the best in the world, there's going to be disappointments. And by the way you handle those disappointments will tell if you're going to be a success or not. Mm. You know what's so crazy? People think that you reach a certain level of success. And then that's it. It's just success. They don't realize there's still disappointments always for over. Your friends disappointing you in certain situations. Anything. You disappoint yourself sometimes. You have a lot of pain. People have a lot of pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that we have to, um, from myself speaking, we have to accept everything in life who we are. Yeah. A lot of us don't accept who we are. We're scared to show the world who we are. It's just... um, People are very complex. Mm-hmm. And that's so okay. Everybody's very complex, but that's what people are. That's what we do. Mm. We love each other. We hurt each other. We die for one another. It's just, we live for one another. It's just, this is what human beings do. There's nothing you could say that human, that human beings haven't done. How's your relationship with all this? Cameras, phones, social media, press? public persona like how, how do you manage your relationship with all that outside noise even now you're doing podcasts in here in this room uh-huh. it's my room wherever i'm doing this stuff unequivocally i'm god mm. i'm god and here right here i'm god like you are god right here whatever you say the world's gonna see it and most likely accept it that's where your following comes from. Mm-hmm. Your congregation? Yeah, congregation. And next thing you know, they're inviting their friends to come to church. They invite their friends. Next thing you know, you get 10 million friends on church. It's just, um, this is just um, a platform for you to be who you want to be and play the role of divinity. Mm-hmm. It's just a role, but we can still play it. Yeah. But did you do it to get the congregation? No. Hey, listen, I never wanted to do the podcast. I tried it a couple of times, and we got millions of views, and I just said, God, and I was just doing this stuff, and people started writing, he's a genius, he's a guru, he's this and that, and I don't know, I, I got that. I'm <laughs> you just being job. you. Yeah, you just showing doing up, job, doing yeah. you. I think you have a pretty healthy relationship. You have to be able to have a healthy relationship. With well, I don't know. My kids don't seem to think so. What do you mean? What do they my, think? My kids telling me that I'm, what am I, 
God Complex. I think I'm this. And, and Madonna and, and Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan is so much flyer than you. And you. <laughs> Wait, is that the bar in your house? Is it like... Are you compared to all these other goats? Is that no, what happens? It's, no, it's just that I was talking about myself, and then my daughter might say, um, might see uh, Magic Johnson with a, I don't know, a fur coat or something. Why are you not wearing a fur coat, Dad? Why you don't have a fur coat? <laughs> yeah, your kids like, talk shit. Oh, man, shit. She said, I tell shit. me Madonna's not bigger than you, Dad. Come on, Dad. Somebody, Oprah Winfrey's so much bigger than you, Dad. Why do you think you're somebody? <laughs> and you love it. I love that for you. What do you still want to do? I don't know. Sky's the limit. Start working with my kids. Mm. Do shows and do projects with my kids. I'm not the kind of... I don't want the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just that the world comes to me. But I don't want it. I mean, you've done a lot. You don't have to do anything else. You don't even have to do the things you're doing now if you want to. I want to do more. I guess what am I going to do? Do nothing since I did so much? And die from doing nothing? I just want to... I want to prosper. I want things to be um, in my name to help people. I just, that's what's happening to give back. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't want me personally, I don't want my kids, and I don't want to die a rich man. You don't? No way. You want to spend it all? And give it well, away? Well, yeah. I don't want to have none when I'm, when I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, we have you here for a very long time. Hey, if I live for 200 years, it's not long enough. You had a good life now, right? I mean, you're out of 10. I'm happy. That's amazing. You know, let's think about it. Imagine somebody's on death row forever and yes, um, died. Do we still see them in our life? All these people that we ran across and just looked at in the car, where do those people go? Do they? Do we see them again? Sometimes, Doesn't maybe. that get tricky? Doesn't that get it tricky about tricky. life? No, life is wild. No, every time something happens in life, I figure I gave a, a, um, a homeless person some money. 200 bucks, but he, he must have been like this. He didn't say thank you, no, he said, God. That was recently? Yeah, he's pointing up there. And we kept left, and he kept pointing up there as we left, he's pointing up to God. Sometimes when I see, especially in New York, like I'll see a homeless person, or I'll see somebody asking for money, I always wonder if it's like an angel no, or somebody. No, that's a prophet. These guys are prophets. Prophets, or yeah, yeah. I always wonder because everybody walks past the fact that as human beings, we could walk down the street in New York see a homeless person laying in the street and just keep walking. Hey, um, I do feel like you will, when we show up upstairs, right, and it's our time, we might be questioned about that, that no, those no, moments. No, 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 no. Your consciousness, your consciousness is God. If we didn't have no laws, no laws, in this, you know we're right and wrong. You know you did something fucked up. A conscience is God. Yeah. Unless you really, even if you fucked them, you know hurting that person not right. Making that person not look like you anymore is not right. Hmm. You know, we all know our conscience tells us what's right and wrong. You listen to us? Yeah, it tells you. You have to listen to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You just have to. You are fascinating, Mike. I could talk to you all day long, but. <laughs> Um, I'm so even just as a fan and somebody who's known you and gotten to know you over the years like I'm just like so fascinated and proud of how you just maintain like you you know people look at your life and they're like oh he's been through a lot of shit but when you really think about the life and like you say you're 13 you're doing this and you know this rage and 
and losing all my money, then getting kicked out of the box for biting this nigga ear, and then doing some other shit, um, rage, road rage, going to jail for that, a motorcycle crash, drugs, which my wife, well, listen, if it wasn't for my wife, that's, that helped me on the drug tip. I'd be, I was really fucked up on that liquor and cocaine. I was really fucked up. And it came across the news that Mike Tyson died of partying. And I'm outside having a good time. And so I come home, and my wife opened the door and see me. And she said, motherfucker, where are you whining? I said you were dead over the radio. And I said, really? <laughs> I said, really? I'm dead? When did that happen? A few years ago. Ten years ago, huh, baby? A little more than 10 years ago. Fuck. Thank God it wasn't true. No, it's not, I'm not ready to go yet. Whoever um, planted me here is not ready to accept me again. Do you ever talk to people who are addicted to drugs and give them any type of, I don't know, people ask your advice on how, uh, to, yeah, do that, how say, to beat that? Yeah, I don't tell them how to beat it because I used to always say, why you got to start something that you have to stop? You know, you start this, you got to stop this if you want to live a functional life. That's one of my learning moments when someone told me that. Why are you going to do something you got to stop? But you want to do something that you never have to stop and live good from it. And I said, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because that doesn't end well. If you never stop, it, it just didn't make well. sense when you said it. I said, why are you going to start something that you have to stop? <laughs> and you say, the light came on. I said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and that worked for you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We the last thing we've been talking about another thing I've been talking about on this pod is like superpowers. Yes. And the things that make us and by the way, you are a unicorn. There's no there's nobody else like I can't meet uh, you and be like, Yeah, you remind me of my this is like nobody else. You are Mike Tyson, the only Mike Tyson. You're like a unicorn. But I think if we really look at people that everybody has these like unique qualities that that you are given to mm -hmm. kind of perform in the world or whatever your purpose or whatever is. Do you know what yours are? Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, what, what the things are that are your superpowers? Make people happy. Mm. Yeah, that's what I think it is. Mm. So, you know, I get stopped by cops and they start smiling. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's my power. If I had a superpower, make people smile. Yeah. When did you realize it? When did you... Like when the, when was the moment that you're like? Oh, yes, people tell me, so well, you make so many people happy. That's what yes, people tell me. Also. You make so many people happy. You make so many people happy. And you don't try, right? No, I mean, it's, it's, I try to be as humble as possible. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I get pissed off too. I mean, I, they know I'm a human being. They know Mike can get pissed off, but Mike is good people. Don't say this about Mike. Don't get Mike angry. See, people know. They know that, you know. So I have a lot of good encounters with people. Is there a superpower that you ever admire in somebody else that you wish, or that you wish you could have? Or? Um, yeah, someone that doesn't react. For me, they can spit on them, do nothing. Yeah, they control themselves. Do you know anybody like that? They're out there. <laughs> They're out like, there. like monks. <laughs> like, no, there's people out there. They may have been monks before. They may have read about Buddha or something, and they yeah. may want to receive their life may have read Fred, um, Nietzsche's book they may but you know people people read people are what they read mm -hmm. and who they associate with that's how you define a person what do you pray for that my kids are healthy my family's healthy mm -hmm. that's the ultimate thing right yeah mm -hmm. I love that see some grandkids and stuff do you have grandkids yet? No. I'd love to see him. Yeah, I'd love to see some. You're going to be the greatest I think so granddad too. I think of so all too. time. I think so, too. I think 
it's like boxing a thing in your family like are you allowed to teach the kids that I don't you, want you're not doing it but yeah that's, that's not i took the punches for they won't have to oh i love that yeah well i hope that you have many days out of 10 of happiness hey listen um this is one of them thank you baby thank you so much for today well,